Before we start the show, our lot in Blog 5 would like to apologise to listeners for any offence caused by this podcast. The podcast often has adult themes and language from its participants and characters, and is not always to everyone's taste. Our lot in Block 5 has a parental advisory rating and does not in any way reflect the views of employers of the participants. Any offence we cause is always unintended. We welcome comments to our Facebook and Twitter feeds. This can be sent confidentially if you wish. Our lot in Block 5 take any complaints seriously and want to keep making our listeners laugh and feel part of a special community. If you feel that this community is not for you, we suggest you don't download the show anymore. Thank you. Five, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners, and I've got Stuart Izzard with me. Happy New Year, Stuart Izzard. Happy New Year, everybody, and it's great to be back. Yes, it is great to be back. And we've also got uh, John Rubin. Hello, John. You're well. John, if, if you're wondering what John's like, just imagine Danny Baker if he hadn't bothered trying to be in TV. And Stuart, I don't know what you're like. What are you like? Um... <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we apologise for the mid-season break. Um, this is not because we're um, Pep Guardiola and can't handle a bit of cold <laughs> weather. Um, it's actually because I wasn't very well and um, I'm getting better now. So uh, we all I'd like to say is that um, everyone who sent in messages of support and of, uh, you know, hoping that the show would come back, it fills my heart with joy, and I really do appreciate all the comments, as we all do. I think, boys, don't we? Yes, right. I, I think. Um, can I can I just mention a few there? Because yeah, sure. uh, there's there's Tyler Trevorrow, there's Nat the Gooner, uh, Gooner Lee Staps, uh, Turd Stick, and David Potter. Um, just just some of I can think of off the top of my head that. I've been constantly barraged with what's happening, what's going on. And, yeah, we, we've obviously had to take a little time out. But, yeah, really nice to sort of hear from them and, and you know, wishing us that we're back. So, uh, yeah, hopefully tonight we'll we'll go some way to getting their little need of their little fix, <laughs> you know, <laughs> refixed, if you like. But, yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's been a shame we haven't been on. But, yeah, good to be back, boys. Good on to be the back. same vein. Yeah. Can I just send out a couple of messages then? Uh, I'll go to our page on Facebook. It still hasn't got over 100 likes yet, you fuckers. <laughs> no, you know, not being funny, but you look at the post I put out earlier, yeah. it reached 481 people. And I think only 87 have liked our page. Fucking pull your finger out. Yeah. Right, okay, then, let's have a little... Oh, 98 likes we got. Ooh, it's getting close, so yeah. Just, uh, I know, I said it's early, we're going too far off now. Uh, right, where's the visitor posts? Oh, God. <laughs> I'll get there, don't worry, I just can never find this shit, I'll tell you what. So, um, on the show tonight, while John looks for that, we're, we're going to go, uh, we're going to have all our usual features, uh, Theo Walcott's um, autobiography, 
uh, in which we find out why Theo Walcott chooses the number 14 as his shirt. <laughs> and um, we've also got, think of a number which we return to, and it's number 10, so we're looking forward to that. And we've got a quiz later, um, as Stuart really didn't like Stu Wants to Be a Millionaire, Stellionaire because of all the work it involved. Um, <laughs> we've, right. uh, we've what we got then? Uh, Lee Stapley, cheers, mate. Dow Wade Ferrell. Uh, we've got more Robert Clegg. Um, who else we got? Oh, we've got loads, man. See, we had a lot of people mess- messaging in all the time. I still can't find a visitor post. This is what I fucking want. <laughs> Right, so Lee Stapley, Dal Ferrell, Liam Lane, Robert Clegg, uh, David Potter, and a few other people messaged in wondering when the uh, podcast was going to be back. So, uh, yeah, well, we're back, and cheers for everything, and, you know, what are you going to do, you know? But here we are. Here we are. And um... You just got to the last feature, Matt. Yeah, uh, we we uh, we've got. I've been trying to think of new quizzes to do because listening to Stuart um, argue about because he's so over competitive is one of the funnest parts of the podcast. So um, yeah, uh, we've got tonight. Uh, play Izard's right, which is uh, my idea. Um, and it we'll... does involve learning a fucking Encyclopedia Britannica on like things. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be fine. <laughs> Did uh, what about um, uh, Cal, Kira, and um, Andy Tingley to add to that list? Because I know that they've been, and of course, uh, uh, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Sean Sculthorpe. Sean Sculthorpe, who likes all our stuff, and really yeah. thanks, thanks, uh, Sean, for all your help and messages. It's been great. So um, let's talk about football, I guess. Um, Do we have to spoil it? Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) generally at the minute, what seems to happen is that our games are, I don't know where we're going to get a goal from, Giroud pops up in the last minute and equalises or Mm -hmm. or wins the game. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's great in a way, because, I mean, we've we've had a few games where, particularly thinking back to games like Man United, where we probably should have lost. um, And... Uh, Bournemouth, where we definitely should have lost. Really, um, we've we've kind of dragged some points out of those games where possibly we wouldn't have done before. He doesn't um, get the credit he deserves, that boy. I love Giroud. And um, I mean, we'll get on as we go through some of the games that we've not spoken about. We'll get to what is ultimately the best goal I've ever seen, which was his scorpion kick against uh, now Palace. Yeah, we'll get on to that in a bit, but let's. We're, we're going to have to take you right back to um, the the last time we broadcast, which was um, Stuart. You were taking your mother to the first uh, her first ever Arsenal game, weren't you? Which was the Swansea game at home. I did, Matt. I did, and and you know what? I'm not going to try and make jokes of it either. Yeah, because it really was quite an emotional day. As in, I mean, all good. Met the met everyone before the game. Took my mum into the Compton. She had a few too many glasses of rosé, and yeah, no, it was really, really good. And then was the obviously the first, the bit where she finally goes to her first ever football ground. Um, the stone meet, seeing the stone outside the ground. It was all, you know, quite 
quite an emotional thing. And she just turned around and she said, what was it? She said to me, she, she said, I think from the age of four, I remember you beat supporting Arsenal. So she said, and in now like 41 years, I've never been to what has been your passion for all that time. So she said to, to actually come along today. I mean, mum can't it's stand. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but but she did. She, she honestly turned around and she she doesn't watch the games on telly. She you know she's yeah, not like not interested. Mums, really, exactly. But she said when when we're in the ground and she was going absolutely mad. It got to a point where I'm sitting there quite quiet. My mum's going, "Come on, come on!" You know, she really did. And she just turned around to me and she said, "Listen." If ever, the, you know, there's another time I can come up here, I'd absolutely love to come. And it's just been, for her, she turned around and she said it's just filled a 41-year gap that, you know, she couldn't relate to. And it I, honestly, it was a proper emotional, real nice day, you know what I mean? And, yeah, just like I had the emotion with Charlie last season when he first became a gooner, it, it was one of those sort of days that, that I don't know, just... Glad to be an Arsenal fan and, and yeah, just 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 fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And and she really enjoyed herself. So I thank the boys in our lot in Block Five that obviously met up with us and had a beer with her, made her feel really at home before the game and yeah, fantastic day. Like, so I've sort of forgotten about the game, but we won. So we broke the Swansea hoodoo and um yeah, my mum's allowed back, so fantastic. Yes, um well the game was three two. Uh we probably were quite lucky to get away with winning it in the end because if, yeah. if you cast your mind back Xhaka got sent off with 20 minutes to go and they had a good old go at us at that point um, but we held on uh, but yeah no that was uh, uh, back in October the middle of October and then we had Champions League where we beat Ludogrets 6-0 uh, with an Ozil hat-trick in the second half which was my boy's first Champions League game, and he loved that. And I turned around and said, don't expect to see six goals every Champions League game at home. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that, that was an exceptional night as well. I thought, I thought as well, the way, um, remembering back to that, the way Ludogrets started the game, for the first 15, 20 minutes, they looked, they looked all right as a yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, we found out later that they were... a relatively good side at home. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, you know, I... As, as much as you sort of, no one spoke about it that massively because it was only Ludogrets and yeah, it, it finished six nil. Well, I think um, I think Arsenal played really well that night. They, you know, against a, a fairly good side, albeit they they seemed to fall apart the more that, that we scored. They they sort of went to pieces. But for the opening fifteen twenty minutes, I certainly didn't see a six nil on the score sheet. That was no, for sure. No. Uh, then we moved on to uh, Middlesbrough at home, probably one of the most disappointing games of the season, really. Uh, nil nil. Yeah, can't comment. Oh, you got a website up now, Matt? Yeah, yeah. So oh. we, I mean, we barely had any shots really in that game because um, I was on a really good website, you know, for this because I got two adverts for dating Russian women. <laughs> And they're both quite attractive. <laughs> both, both look like Andre Arshavin. <laughs> Are they, like ringing them up. And they, Is that you in the picture? Is that you in the picture I'm talking to? One of them's got a lovely set of bristles. <laughs> oh, uh, Wayne apparently has been trying to um, get a, a, a mail-order bride, apparently. Over Christmas he was given a voucher by Spunky Nigel. 
um, <laughs> the, entitled him to uh, buy one get one free on Russian brides. <laughs> so him and Spunky Nigel were looking to uh, bring some women over, um, <laughs> particularly after visiting CSK Moscow, as they did. Anyway, moving on <laughs> to um, Arsenal Reading in the. Uh, oh, we're out of the League Cup anyway, aren't we? So it's a bit pointless, but uh, Ch- Chamberlain scored a couple of goals. And actually, this p- period, uh, uh, Oxley Chamberlain started to play quite well, dare I say it. His best season, he, Yeah, I mean, he's, he scored a few goals, hasn't he, uh, in the winter, and it's helped us in some games. He gets a lot of grief, you know, but I do like the Ox because he does put a lot in. He's a bit of a chunky lad as well, so I mean, he has got a bit of power. He but certainly when he does to that girl out a little mix, doesn't he? What's that? If rumours are to be believed, uh, I, I don't even know who they are. The, the, I don't. I can't. Uh, is it Perry out of Little Mix? He's I, I couldn't even tell. You, I don't even know who that lot are. I've heard the name. It just sounds like you, you know. Thought it was a packet of sweets, John. <laughs> in dolly mixtures, any I'll say it. All right, Granddad. <laughs> So, um, it was a 10p mix, isn't it? We then went up to Sunderland and beat them 4 1. Um, with and Defoe scored for them, yeah. He got a penalty which uh equalized. Um, uh, but we Giroud came on as a substitute in that game, and that was his first one, wasn't it? Yeah, he he scored twice in, in about a minute, yeah. And then Sanchez <laughs> got another one, and we. It was actually quite a typical away performance, really, because you, if you look at some of the games we played, like the one at West Ham, where we suddenly open up in the last sort of twenty minutes and score a load of goals. Um, Ludogorets away was next, and that was really um, a tricky game, wasn't it? Um, I'll tell you what. I just take my brother to a throw, and I was so obviously a bit gutted. Like, obviously, my brother's going back to New Zealand. Yeah. Jumps in the car, drove down the road, and I thought, "Fuck me, you sure?" Within like space of a couple minutes, minutes, yeah, it's fifteen minutes. It scored two, two goals. Yeah, two nil up. Fucking hell! Then Granite Xhaka scored. Did he score the first of his real yeah, thunderbolts? No, no, that was a league uh, game. No. His first thunderbolt. Yeah, um, didn't didn't he get that at Hull? His first. That's thunderbolt. right. We'd already spoken about that. Um, then Nottingham Forest in the Carling Cup, Capital EFL, fuck knows what League Cup. I don't think that was a thunderbolt he scored. Was it against Ludogorets? I thought no, it was. I no, thought... it was a good goal, but it wasn't a. It wasn't a it's like a thirty yarder. No, nah, it weren't. It weren't his trademark. Hit it from <clears> the halfway line and just hope he doesn't knock the stand down behind the goal. It's not really a trademark, is it? He's only done it a couple of times. Anyway, we were, <laughs> we were, to do it now, is he? <laughs> oh, we had equalised uh, by half-time. Giroud had equalised. Yeah. And then one of the goals of the season for me, Meza Ozil in the last few minutes of that game, where he yes, all up fantastic. and dummied yeah. everybody, uh, even put the cameraman on his ass. I think, yeah, and, uh, sort of slotted it home after a great goal that was. Yeah, and you're just thinking to him, hit it, just hit it. Yeah, <laughs> was it? That, didn't he loop it? He looped it over the keeper over first, one, didn't he? And then he sort of uh, took one on. Defender went to ground. He took him. Yeah, on. and then he took another one. He went yeah. to ground, and then yeah, yeah, it was a one, yeah, great composure. It was all. It was almost like he was sitting back, take, uh, taking a draw of a joint, saying to himself, "These things take time." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, although we've seen him miss that sort of thing before, so... Yeah, um, wonderful goal, though. I'm glad you that. I've forgotten about that. 
the uh, Perez Atric, didn't we, against Basel? Yeah. No, um, not, yeah, he did get an Atric, didn't he, Perez? Yeah. Yes. I think he should play more. I really do think he should play more, that guy. Well, he is at the minute, isn't he? He's getting yeah, his chance, yeah, yeah. I'd say, at the minute. Yeah. Uh, then we went on to uh, play Tottenham at home. Ooh. Which was... Um, All right for a few minutes. We didn't, we didn't really turn up that day. No. Uh, own goal. You know, for, for, for a derby, you know, you'd have really thought the players would have just gone... I mean, don't get me wrong, Tottenham play, you know, eye-pressing and, and sort of do a lot of work off the ball all over you. But we, you know, we, we had them that day and we didn't just keep going, you know. One of my Spurs mates put on Facebook that it was the first goal that Spurs had scored from open play, the own goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, yeah, they, weren't, they weren't playing particularly well at the time either, were they? You know, that I think they were drawing a lot of games. Well, they and, were struggling to score from open play, as John said. And, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah Harry just, Kane had still... Yet to have found his form, really. I think they'd drawn um, about four games, wasn't it, or something like that, and won. Yeah, a- it was. It, it it was disappointing. Bearing in mind that was the home fixture. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going to be very hard at their place. But you know, you, it, it it was there for the taking that day. And okay, we didn't lose it, but you sort of it felt like a loss, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, they, we gave away a penalty. Um, you know, it's never. It's an easy goal if you give away penalties, really, isn't it? So then we um, went to Man United. Man United and drew one all there as well. And that was a shit performance, wasn't it? That was the yeah. I mean, it almost followed on from that Tottenham one, really, didn't it? That we didn't look like scoring a lot. Oh, it was um, fucking terrible game. We had one so... shot on target uh, in the whole game, which we scored with. Um, and again, it was the ox, wasn't it? What a ball from the, yeah, the, un- the, only, the only decent thing we did all match, wasn't it? Um, right from the touchline as well, wasn't it? Yeah, just just when you go there, that that was another one where they were there for the beating, wasn't it? On on paper before the game, the best chance you're going to get or go to Old Trafford, and you know, not saying you're going to come away walking away with a win, but. Just one of those games you think, yeah, go up there, do a job, beat them 2 0. You find out it's the same sort of thing last season when United and Chelsea were both dog shit, losing to everyone except us, us, yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, mean, the Man City away, Man City were on the back of a terrible spell, weren't they? And you think with injuries, suspensions that they got with Noah Guerrero and whatnot, and fuck me, that was one of the worst fucking. I mean, I'm saying Man United was a bad performance, but... That was shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was shit. You know, we were were good away from home to a point. Now we look like we're fucking completely lost. Uh, You know, away from home, we look terrible. I I mean, I guess Man United... I I said at the time, Man United got what they they came for because they didn't look like they wanted to win that match. Um, And... The fact that they got a goal was a surprise, really, because they only had a few shots on target. Oh, yeah, um, I know, but, Matt, you, you, just one of those games where, like I say, I think as an Arsenal supporter, you, it's not often you think you'll go to Old Trafford and with with the real yeah, fate in your favour of, of beating them. Yeah, I'm not saying beat them easily, but come away, be it 2-0, 2-1, but, but come away having sort of dominated the game and, and just get the win. 
Oh, we were fucking shocking. Absolutely shocking. I don't probably. think I watched that match. I felt I was travelling Norwich to Sisters of Mercy. Well, you had a <laughs> touch, mate. You in fact, I did. I it was, was one of the worst games of the season, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it was boring as much as anything else, which you don't really expect from that fixture. Um, we then uh, go on. The best thing about that fixture was Rio Ferdinand, weren't it? Oh, yes. In the car. Yeah, well, in he the was... taxi chauffeur or whatever, wasn't it? Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, there's the so, radio one in the car, and he's giving it all to come back to me, you Arsenal, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's listening, and it's a oh, and it's a goal for Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, oh, squiggly mouth. <laughs> so then we beat Bournemouth three-one at home. Yeah. Again, a bit fortunate, I thought, having been there to that game. I, I certainly thought Bournemouth were. At, we were a little bit unlucky that day not to come away yeah, from the Emirates. Another penalty given away at home in that game to make it one all. Uh, then yeah, Theo soft. and Alexis finished them off. But yeah, you're right. It was. Uh, yeah, we weren't convincing, and like you know, watching, having watched them, bearing in mind who they are, played some very good football. You know, they didn't have Jack playing, um, but as a side against us. Played some of the best football against us this season, I think I've seen from any side. We'll put it this way we beat them 3 1 and we had three shots on target. Yeah. So it was yeah. literally, I guess it's, yeah. you could call that efficient or yeah. you could call it shit. <laughs> I didn't watch that game. I was travelling home from my mum's. It was a birthday the day before. I was absolutely hammered. <laughs> No, I, think I, I love left, it, John's like, laugh. Yeah, John's 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 recatching the game is to tell you what where what he was doing. Right, what what about he this wasn't watching it. Uh, so cup quarter final. I can tell you now. I've missed this because I just forgot it was on. Um, Southampton, was Southampton. Yeah, Arsenal Southampton. Um, I don't think I watched it. I might have. I think like, I, I, turned, like, I managed to. I yeah, realised yeah. it. We had um, we were playing. I turned on just before Ryan Bertrand's goal, and um, yeah. So I mean, we was a Wednesday. Went, went out with a whimper. Yeah, it was a Wednesday. I might have been yeah. having a curry. Having a curry, probably. I was pool night, but it wasn't on live, was it? It was a. Uh, was there someone else playing that night? Like, uh, yeah, no, the, I think it was on live. No, nah, it wasn't. On on like BT Sport? No. No? No, it wasn't, no. No, Sky has been sent to the insurance company to be fixed. What has? My phone. It's been sent to the insurance company? Oh, it's been sent to the people that mend phones via my insurance company, yeah. Oh, right. So why, why are you mentioning that? I can't remember what I was doing on certain days now. <laughs> It was all in the calendar. <laughs> it was all in the calendar. Uh, it was the 30th of uh, November. Yeah, if it was a Wednesday, chance I was out for a curry. Yeah, I was definitely playing Paul, but yeah, you just sort of, when you looked at the team lineup and you looked at their team lineup, they came with with the idea of, yes, we'd like a place in the semi finals. Whereas I think Arsenal, no, they didn't want a place in the semi final. Yeah, um, I think that's the, the best thing way is, though, The only trophy the Wenger hasn't won, and I know he enjoys like putting the kids in or the reserves in, but you kind of think, 
well, apart from the Champions League, obviously, you kind of think, just go and win it. Just go and win it. Because at least if we don't qualify the top four, all right, a bit of silverware. A bit of silverware is a bit of silverware. John, I'd, I'd, I, he's not destined to win that trophy. When, when you've got fucking League One or, or Championship Birmingham City in the final at Wembley and you can't beat them, true, it's yeah. it, it's not meant to be. Yeah. That's the one trophy, well, that and the Champions League, he's not going to win between now and the end of May. So, uh, And then he's gone, so everything's... <laughs> he think? won't be gone. Fucking will. Ozil's um, going to convince him to stay. Oh, that's... Don't get me on that. It's winding me right <laughs> the fuck up. So, uh, again, bizarrely, um, we uh, next game was West Ham away. And we sort of, I mean, we had quite a poor game, really. Ozil Hammered them. got the um, first goal. But, again, with 20 minutes to go, suddenly we completely opened up. Uh, Sanchez got hat-trick, the, one of which was absolutely sensational. Yeah. He kind of did a... Yeah. Fake shot and then yes, yeah, chipped it over the keeper after. Yeah, that was beautiful. That one, I loved. I loved the ball boys at the end of the game. Did you see? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that was just magical. The West Ham ball boys having a selfie with Alexis. It's just, yeah. I mean, they're struggling, aren't they, at that new stadium? And I think, I think for any team that that plays football that goes there, you're not intimidated now. In that no, in that no, stage, it's a strange one, isn't it? Um, well, you 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 know you've got the distance between you and the fans, and if you're a good football inside, you know, and, and West Ham obviously at the moment aren't, you will just pick them off. Whereas if it was at Upton Park, you've you've got them baying, and only wants one tackle or one throw in or or, or someone kicking someone up in the air that. You, you'll get the crowd will lift and puts pressure then and all of a sudden you're a little bit up against it. This new stadium, they're miles away. They don't affect the, the team, you know, and I think they're going to get a few more good idings at home before before the season's done. A couple of mates went to that. I mean, one was my dad, Skip Dale, and another one, uh, Lee. She's a Man United fan, but she listens to the podcast. And uh, they went. But my Skipper put on Facebook that... It was miles away anyway, so they could barely see the game. But he said that the stewards treat the fans like shit. Yeah. He would never, ever go again. It's uh, difficult, isn't it? Because they had this problem with the police. I think the police are now um, uh, actually doing something at at that uh, ground because there was some terrible trouble there. Wasn't there? Um, yeah, yeah. I think we spoke. We spoke about it, didn't we? They, they've yeah. started. I think there's been about there's been about a hundred people banned now already from just this season at that stadium. You got the shopping centre in the surrounding area. It ain't just Westfield shopping centre. You got the Broadway shopping centre. You got a massive bus terminus and a station, which they just can't patrol. Yeah, you know. And you got yeah, I think, your I think, I think, street as well, and out into the Broadway and all that area. You cannot get enough people to patrol the whole of that area. It's not possible. No, there's there's bother in the ground as well, though, John. I think. Oh no, I'm not saying it's not between their own. Between their own, you know. That's yeah. Well, if you're fighting amongst yourselves in there, it must be a nightmare. You know, it's all right segregating away fans from from the home fans, but 
But I don't think there's much segregation going on. I think people, someone said they went to one, was it a League Cup game? And it was uh, people wearing Tottenham shirts in the West Ham and people wearing Chelsea shirts. They'd just walk in. Well, I think think there was plenty of segregation when Arsenal went there because, if I remember, with 10 minutes to go, I think West Ham had left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The um the 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 next game was Basel away. Um Basel? Basel. Basel. Uh, which included a Perez hat trick. Um Indeed. and a goal from Iwobi as well. It was all over uh in the fifty third minute. We were four nil up at that point. Um I didn't. I didn't actually mention the PSG game, did I? I was supposed to be make or break that game, wasn't it? Who won the group? It was two all. A couple of own goals. Uh, yeah, Verratti and Nwobi both scoring own goals, and we got a penalty, which was a bit unusual, I suppose. Shame that for a while. We would have won that game otherwise. Yeah, we we, we, we did all right. We did all right that night. I, I thought I thought we played quite well that evening. I've, you know. Big, big sort of game looked like the the sort of group decider, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but it's a shame that, it's, it's just a shame that we couldn't hold on to the lead when we got it because yeah, um, yeah, it, it looked like we were on top generally in that game. Yeah, um, I, I don't think we disgraced ourselves. I mean, they they hadn't beaten us, we hadn't beaten them, but they're, they're obviously going to be one of the biggest sides left in the tournament, aren't they? So. It was a, a tester, I suppose, but you know you, you can go to Basel, beat them, thinking, "Well, there's no way PSG aren't going to win." And fuck yeah. me down, yeah, we get the easy draw of Bayern Munich. So yeah, it's something. <laughs> it's <laughs> typical, could have been, bloody typical, isn't it? It could have been Barcelona, though, couldn't it? You know, it PSG have got Barca. Yeah, so yeah. if you had to pick one of the two, I'm sure most Arsenal fans would rather have Bayern Munich. So. <laughs> Has uh, Draxler gone to PSG now? Yes, yeah. Yes, he did. Fuck, I'll tell you, we're going to get mullered now. Well, we ain't going to get past Bayern, so it don't really fucking matter, but... Well, we won't... Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't worry about PSG. If they get past Barcelona, then fucking hell. Good luck to them. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think... I think. Oh, I can't comment, really, because I'm so pissed off with Arsenal, but, you know, you'd like to think this season... Certainly, looking at Bayern Munich, they don't look the false they were. No. Um, so, if ever you were going to override one of the many defeats we've had to them, hopefully this is the year. But knowing Arsene Wenger, it fucking won't be. I mean, at least we get to play away, away first, but, which yeah. is always the problem we have when coming second. Really, I, I don't. You know, you can kind of. Uh, Unless we do like we did against AC Milan, AC Milan and go yeah. out there and get a fucking good hiding and then try and overturn a 4-0 or whatever it was deficit, then... Which we nearly did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> terrible, isn't it? So, um, next we had a relatively uh, easy win against Stoke, although it started yeah. off with us giving away another frigging penalty. Yeah, but... Um, and that one was really... Yeah, Charlie Adams stamping that. on, was it Sanchez? Yeah. The bloke's a total cunt, basically. I fucking hate Stoke. Gap-tooth cunt. (laughs) I I absolutely detest Stoke. They're a bit different, to be honest. They're not not the Stoke of Tony Poulis. No. Um, You know, they they do try and play a bit of football. And from what I sort of remember of them, 
as as much as they were trying to play football, I think at the time we we got them, and they got a few players out injured as well. Some of their better players, but they still gave us a game. Yeah. I, like I say, I don't think we've been particularly good all, all season. We, we're sort of where we are, but I, I don't think it's because we've been fantastic at all. I think we've just sort of... You, you, you'd like to think we'd beat the sort of sides we have beaten at home, and, and we've pretty much lived up to our nature away from home at the moment, I think. Yeah, so the next two games were obviously the losses, Everton yeah. and Man City. Don't need to uh, talk about those, do we? Well, both games we were winning as well so Man City we were all over them at the beginning weren't we Theo scored in five minutes yeah and then um, we went to ratchet didn't we even in the second half we didn't look like we, you know we still looked like we should be getting something out of that game but we didn't uh, Everton just looked like it was a classic we've scored our goal which was a bit fluky it hit the wall or something didn't it from a free kick and went in yeah. Um, but then we've scored. We let goals in in the forty-fourth and eighty-sixth minute. Yeah. So you know, right at the extreme ends of the halves, and they just can't do that. Yeah. Nah. Um, Whether that was a little bit of, cause I don't think Mustafi played in them, did he? Because he's no, he's no. still not. Although I'm not saying he's been the the quickest of cats in the last two games, but I don't think he's lost. Is he in an Arsenal shirt? Is that right? Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Arsenal haven't lost a game when Mustafi has played, so I think that's a little bit of the naivety. Maybe you know we've lost what was, you know, looking like a fantastic partnership with him and Koscielny. Yeah, and and then we've lost a big part of that. And we've yeah, had all of two a sudden, big games where yeah, yeah it wasn't you go really. a goal up and defensively you can't shore it up and see it out, can you? So. But I don't think, I don't think the way we play helps us when we decide that we're going to try and sit and and sort of meander around and hope to keep it out. You you should stay on the front foot and and keep going at them. You know, it was mm. wasn't it the Everton game that Ozil should have scored to, yeah. to put two 0 up or to put two one up rather, and you just you know sometimes. That's the one you need, isn't it? That kills Everton again, and you win that, and you might have gone on to Man City, especially going a goal up, and the spirit's there to do it. But Ed's definitely dropped. Ed's definitely dropped. Apparently, I've joined this Russian dating site for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, uh, <laughs> the next game was Boxing Day. Um, West Brom. Ooh. West Brom. Uh, leaving it to us, Avmik Giroud in the last um, last few minutes of the game to pop up with the winner. Yeah, um, great ball in from Ozil. Lovely, and um, I think we definitely deserve to win that. I mean, we had so many. Yeah, shots. that that Forster, how he's not England's number one, I'll never know. He's fantastic that day, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. He always seems to play well against us, and. Uh, then New Year's Day we played Crystal Palace, so our mate Bill would have been there, would it? He, he was, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, big shout out to Bill if um, Bill was part of our Euro lot in Block Five. If you if you've not downloaded them, they've got a lot of fun. Um, but he's a Palace fan, isn't he? And under enemy lines, yes. <laughs> and uh, obviously this 
included the um, scorpion kick by Giroud. Yeah. Uh, which was, I mean, it, I was sitting there quiet because it's, it's, it's New Year's Day. I was um, a little bit tired just sitting there. And when he scored, it was just like, oh, my God, I've got to watch that again and again and again and again. Yeah. What a goal. Um, I've not seen it on a full-size screen. I was up with mates in Derbyshire. And I just checked on Sky Sports, just sort of his sports saying, like, what a fantastic goal. I had a look at the video, and it was pretty amazing. Yeah. I I, I, I guess he I thought we'd fallen over. I've got to say, real time, during the game, you know. Yeah, when you're looking from the other end. Yeah. yeah. Totally the opposite end, and and the ball's sort of gone in there, and I've got, fucking hell, we fell out of... Oh, fuck me, that's all right. And then, if you listen to the game obviously I was in there but apparently was it on it was on Sky wasn't it that that game yeah yeah and my mate was watching it on telly and he said obviously yeah there's all the celebration bit but then you get the Arsenal fans in the stadium where you can just they're all suddenly watching suddenly hear the gasp and you hear that oh well, like, <laughs> oh, they've just seen they've just seen that on the big screen it was yeah, because it, 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 yeah, it, it was difficult to understand when he first hit it because yeah, it's behind him so much that he's hooked his heel back onto the ball and he's looking straight at the goal. Like that's the thing that kind of tells you he's definitely going for it. Oh but yeah, regardless and, and the fact, of whether the fact, he's, the fact he's watched the ball as well. You, yeah. you watch him; he goes one way. He's or he's looking that way at the ball. He knows where it is, albeit, yeah, it is behind him. And it was a shit ball from Sanchez. Yeah. Well, and then... A really good yes, move. And then, you know, OK, it could end up in Rose's head, but... And everyone would have gone, fucking hell, why couldn't Sanchez put that on his head? So, Giroud's got nothing to lose, has he? He, he? he can swing a boot at it, and if it happens to go in, then... Yeah, but it was a fucking worldie, wasn't it? Absolute well, worldie. He, he had missed one of the worst chances... <laughs> In the first few minutes of that game, it was like on a plate for him, um, and he just sort of stuck his foot out too late yeah. to put it in, and you just think, "Oh God!" But um, just, I mean, he 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 was saying after the game how it was pure luck, but obviously things like that are pure luck. But he went for it, so you've got to give him some credit for but it. You know? For me, that that goal, if take it back to when we've got the ball on the edge of our box and he's inside our half yeah. and he has the cheeky little side pass and yeah, he sort of back lovely. heels it across. And then you watch him. I mean, he's not the most graceful of, of runners, but you just follow, track him, breaking himself, trying to get into that box. And then he must have thought, oh, you wanker, when Sanchez puts the ball in, yeah. Yeah, I've just legged it all that way. And and you put in a shit ball like that, and then he still scores it. Oh, utmost respect to Giroud. I think you know it, everyone's talking about what he did that in, but if you actually look at it from from where the ball goes from the edge of our area out to him, and he sets the move up and he finishes it, it it's a wonderful goal, absolutely wonderful. Did you see that Matty Burrow's goal for the League of Ireland? Oh yeah, yeah, where he sort of does it like. That was- um, Super, that beast. It's like a sort of leaping, a leaping back heel, isn't it? It's unbelievable. That was in that win goal of the year or something. Like, uh, uh, he's like a, it's like a sort of Irish non-league 
league. Oh, yeah. well, no, it is in the league. It's the, it was Glen Torian, wasn't it, versus... Um, but, like, they had that goal from Messi where he had gone around everybody and... Yeah. Maybe it was that one that had won that goal of the year. No, it was only done the other day, wasn't oh, it? was it? All oh, right. Yeah. Must be thinking of something else, but it was definitely like a League of Ireland goal that won goal of the they year. He was listed in FIFA goal of the year. And it must have been last year then, because he was a guest at the awards dinner. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. Yeah. It was an outstanding volley. I mean, it's like, behind him, he's running away from goal, and he's sort of backflicked it, hasn't he? Yeah, someone's put on the group, I think it was Iniesta, it was lucky enough to be sitting next to Matty Burrows. (laughs) 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 And then um, then Jose Marina apparently said it was a disgrace that Matty Burrows' goal didn't win. Oh, it didn't win then. I was 2010, apparently. <laughs> that was like seven years ago now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, watching all, I'm looking at all these um, oh, no. notes on there, because someone's obviously only just posted it yeah. uh, last week, and then obviously it was like fucking years ago. Um, okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Forget all about that, then. So, um, Bournemouth 3, Arsenal 3. I mean, what a terrible game, really. Oh, um, just the, uh, this is I mean I don't I don't want to sound negative because obviously we're back and it's good to be back and I want to try and sound happy and lovely about it. but this this at the moment ugh, really really and I you know as much as yeah well done we, we've got a point at Bournemouth what the fucking hell were we doing for 70 minutes of that game yeah. Their best player wasn't even playing, was, was oh, it? It just fuck terrible. <laughs> it um, was it was awful, wasn't it? Only, I mean, again, Giroud gets a last a, a stoppage time equaliser. Um, the only bright spot for me was Perez's goal, which was an absolute corker. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have to say, he is an accomplished footballer. He looks. The back heel like on of, Saturday. Yeah, I mean, they've stuck him on the right, haven't they, of the sort of three. Yeah. And he looks so comfortable there. He's a I proper goal scorer. I think, I think, Matt, um, I think that's where touch, he sort of, I think passing. that's where he sort of played at, where was he, where did he come from? He was a Deportivo, wasn't he? Deportivo, luckily. Yeah, was, yeah, someone, someone like that. But I think he was, although he was their main sort of striker, I think he, 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 he sort of, one of them players, yeah, he sort of comes from out wide in, or you know, I think he's got a bit of pace, and he's he's not, he, yeah, he's a, he's a good lad. I mean, but that the back heel for me on Saturday, yeah, wonderful great awareness, and it, it, throughout the game, really, his passing's great. Yeah, um, his sort of vision, he's got a good, he's got a real turn of pace as well when he needs to move. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I, you know, I think that. I sort of draw comparisons maybe to a sort of Sylvan Wiltord type character where you know he could be dependable coming in yeah, as yeah. a stand-in for Thierry at that time um, or maybe, you know, one of the wider players. He could stand in for both. Uh, well, when, like Wiltord. when is someone at that football club going to sort of turn around and say, right then, lads, right, when we walk out on the pitch and the referee blows that whistle and that ball in the middle gets kicked, we've got to start now. Yeah. Okay. Not not wait for an hour 
and then we'll start. Because, you know, fell back to Bournemouth. They've come, they've done what they're going to try and do. And they made it look so simple, didn't they? And you just, you're just puzzled. I mean, how? I mean, even even when we got it back to three two, that was it, Goslin or whatever his name was. He should have scored to make it four yeah. two. And you just, you're just pulling your hair out at Arsenal. I feel like um, Gabriel particularly is unstabling, unstabilizing the defence. He was shocking like, Saturday. So, um, uh, Bellerin got stuck under the ball for the first goal. He was way off the. You know, he's just letting yeah. the player go. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Charlie Daniels. And he's, you know, they just looked like a bit of a mess without, um, with with Gabriel in there. He looks like he's just, you know, he's on the edge of making a mistake all the time. Yeah, Mustafi, Mustafi's, but that was his, was that his first game back? What, the Bournemouth game? Or we yeah. about Preston? No. I'm not sure, Pre- was it? Yeah, I think the Bournemouth game, because it, he looked, he looked at, at C, but the fact that so I, I, th- I honestly thought, obviously that was Bournemouth, and then we had Preston. I, I was stunned that Rob Holding didn't get a start in that. Well, yeah, I'm surprised about that as well. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't bring on Rob Holding against Preston after about half an hour because yeah, Gabriel was Gabriel dodgy. was absolutely woeful. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he'd been booked as well, hadn't he? And you just thought you're you're either going to walk or, or or someone's just going to drag you off by the throat because you're being shit. Um, but yeah, I, I'm surprised he didn't get a start. That's not to say it wasn't him and Gabriel or him and Mustafi. I was just really surprised Holding didn't didn't get the you know the Figuring sort it, of yeah. yeah I, I was I was quite sort of stunned by that. But there I you go. They're trying to make him into a right back because. Who? Um, holding. Do you think? Well, I'm, I'm, just, we just had Jenkinson back in there, and he hadn't looked particularly good, did he? I'd, ra- um, I'd rather put Gabrielle out there, to be honest, and than <laughs> and keep holding if you had to as a backup. But anyway, whatever. It's it's by the by. But I mean, we, where were we last season at this point? I mean, we were out of the League Cup. Yep. Yeah. We were. Obviously, still in the FA Cup. Yeah, um, we had a we had come second in the Champions League, and we had to face Barcelona. Yep. And were we winning the league at Christmas? Yes, we were. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're shit. I mean, it goes to. I mean, to be fair to Chelsea. 13 league games in a row winning. That's just sensational, isn't it? It's not 14, though, Matt, is it? It's not 14. And uh, the the thing, I mean, so many of those games were like Diego Costa scored in the 78th minute type thing. Oh, yeah, just one one good goal. One good goal in each of their games, wouldn't it, sometimes? I think, was it Crystal Palace away? Yeah, they they were up against it and... Again, good header from Costa, but that was probably their only real good effort that game, and yet they scored it. it but they can keep a clean sheet, they Matt. They can keep a clean difference. sheet, yeah. I mean, when you look down the list at all the ones and twos against us, well, mainly ones, but... Yeah, you don't you don't win a title conceding goals, do you, like we do. You've you you, you gotta, you you've got to put in more consistent sort of, yeah, one-nil wins, two-nil wins, um, 
yeah, you don't mind the odd goal going in against you, but it, you could pretty much say every game we're going to concede. And, or concede a penalty. Yeah, look at, look at, come on, let's bring it up to date with Saturday, our last game that we need to mention. Fucking hell, how was we not 4-0 down at half-time? No. That a championship. Because they couldn't pass, really, because they had an open goal to aim at at one point. How they weren't 2-0 is beyond. I mean, yeah, they had a couple of three other chances, but like I say, if they were 4-0 up at half-time, that wouldn't have flattered them. That would not have flattered them. They were by far the better side. And, and I actually looked at the team lineup, thinking it would be a bit of a weaker lineup than we actually put out there. So I thought, when I saw the lineup, I thought... We've got a decent oh, team, man. Yeah, I, I said that say, on the WhatsApp group. I said, it's virtually a full-strength side. I mean, that Niles, he looks like a spiv, to be honest. I mean, he's got a <laughs> little, uh, little spiv got a little Mickey Pierce tash in there. Yeah, it looks like a spiv, man. I mean, he was shocking. Iwobi was dog shit. You know, it was just, oh, it was... And it, it didn't seem to be... I think I put on a group on a thing, the old WhatsApp thing, saying, like, there doesn't seem to be anyone who can attack and penetrate their defence. And then we went and scored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fucking shit game. I mean, it was a great, oh, great goal by Ramsey... I watched that, mate, the Niles, though, when I, when I saw the game at Forest in the League Cup. Again, you're, you're talking like for like, a championship club, Arsenal away from home, and he, he, he played it right back that day. He was superb. Yes. Absolutely superb. Yeah, the weekend it was rubbish. I know. So, I mean, he's a youngster, isn't he? You can't... I, I just I think don't the know whole... it was him. I think it was mainly Gabriel just... It was the playing on side because they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He would take a step back when everyone took a step forward. He'd take a step forward when everyone took a step back. It was like yeah. he was completely out of sync with the rest of the defenders. And that, that he again. really was the leader there. He's the most senior player there, really, isn't he? Well, I need someone to explain how Ramsey's goal wasn't called offside when Perez was a yard offside when Ramsey kicked the ball. And he was in the goalkeeper's sight line. He wasn't really interfering with it, though, was he? He was in front of the goalkeeper's eye line, as I put on the WhatsApp group. Yeah, I was going to say, what was he doing his eye line? He was right in front of him. He must have been interfering with because the goalkeeper was totally unsighted. It went Ram Perez into the goal. Oh, well, we don't worry about that sort of thing. I know we don't, but I I still can't work out how it wasn't. Called us. I don't, I mean, I don't know. He hasn't directly pitch. thrown his body at it or thrown his head at it or anything, has he? He's just stood there, possibly a little bit in the way. So. <laughs> it's not like the one where remember Alex Song scoring against us from West Ham, and it, someone oh, sort of yes. jumped, o- jumped over the ball, like the sort of scissor jump over the ball. Yeah, uh, and that was deemed as offside, even though no one touched it. Yeah. Well, you'll have to you ask the listeners. Maybe, maybe, maybe the listeners can give you the answer, John. Yeah. yeah. If you are listening um, after this uh, mid-season break... If you're uh, an, an official, like a linesman, you can you know, go onto the Facebook page and explain to me, with a video preferably, and a bit like the Sky Sports Gary Neville machine, and explain exactly how he's not offside. But please, please don't, if you are Mike Dean, you dirty, cheating Spurs bastard, don't you bother ringing in because we're not interested. Mike Dean, um, 
is when have we got Mike Dean recent? Have we had him recently? I can't remember. He sends everybody off, doesn't he? He's just it was in the Villa fans chanting something yesterday about Mike Dean and Tottenham and something that there's a little song going round. So there was a period of time where we never won if Mike Dean was refereeing. Oh well, he's a Spurs fan, Matt. He's he's a fucking blatant Spurs. Well, there was someone was it? It was on it was on Sky Sports. One of the radio I was listening to yesterday, where they said there was a dubious thing where he let play carry on and Spurs scored. And it looked like he was celebrating. And he said, and last night, when he played Spurs, they said, Villa should definitely have been given the advantage, but he didn't allow it. Was he refing though, yesterday? Yeah. What, their game? Yeah. Oh, well, that's why they fucking won then. I can't remember. I didn't watch it. <laughs> but there is, if you look at Man, uh, Tottenham's last so many games with, with Mike Dean, I think he's sent something like four players off. They've had three penalties awarded. It... It's fucking blatant cheating. And I think Aston Villa took up on that yesterday. So uh, hopefully that bastard soon for the, the uh, unemployment line. He won't be, because the problem is referees, you're not allowed to criticise them. The FA put up a wall of silence. They know after fucking refs are cheats and probably taking backhanders. They won't do anything about <laughs> I didn't say it. Half, John. I just said Mike Dean. But they won't do anything about uh, the, uh, the FA. The FA's full of absolute scumbags. Another bit to cut. <laughs> 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 oh, John's certainly making up for lost times. Well, I mean, we're up to date now, so um, the next game's on the 14th. But talking of 14, oh. it's time to find out. Oh, it's something Chelsea never got. Hey! Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is where I can go for a piss, isn't it? Yeah, it's time for the, Matt, Matthew Reeds from Theo's Autobiography. I've got cramp, I need a cup of tea. <laughs> so, um, yes, it, if you cast your minds back, uh, dear listener, um, Theo had had a dis- dislocated shoulder for quite a while and uh, he had come back in March 2009 um, and at the end of that season Thierry Henry left, I think, or something. Uh, and anyway, here we go. Uh, at the start of the season, I'd been given the number 14 shirt that used to belong to Thierry Henry, and I'd begun to feel as though some of the magic was rubbing off. I'd had two years wearing number 32, and I just felt like a lower number, something that was symbolic of the fact that I was now on the periphery, and um, I wasn't on the periphery anymore. I asked for the number 8 shirt, actually, which was Freddie Lundberg's old shirt, but Vic Akers, the kit manager, said that he had already been assigned to our new signing of the season, Samir Nasri. Actually, just stopping here. Have you seen this stuff about Samir Nasri and his um, drip? Boys. He's four-year ban, isn't he? Well, apparently, the, the story had developed that he, like a sort of scorned girlfriend, had deliberately done it and he had, had hacked his phone and had been putting all this stuff in it. Uh, this is the same girlfriend that said uh, France and Didier Deschamps are absolute pricks. They're not <laughs> picking my boyfriend. Um, but, yeah, no, apparently that's what he's pleading, that uh, an ex has hacked his phone and come up with some elaborate story about some drip 
uh, in America. Um, I don't really understand why he doesn't just have a drink of water, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What's... And so, um, anyway, where was I? Uh, so, uh, Sammy Nasri got the number eight shirt. Um, he said I could have 23, 19 or 14. Without thinking, I said I'd take 14 because it was the lowest number. It didn't register immediately to me that it was Thierry's number. And then it's, I suddenly realised what I had done. A little bit of pressure came from wearing that number on it for our club. I didn't really want to call Vic back and tell him I didn't feel up to wearing that shirt after all. No, I just had to try and convince myself that it was only a number. And then I made myself feel better, thinking that Thierry would probably be happy that now I was had the 14 on my back. He'd always, been, shirt. he'd always been brilliant to me, and I was proud to be wearing the shirt in which he achieved so much. Well, you, he, you didn't achieve anything in that shirt, though, did you, at that point? So, um, as things did start to move me for, for that season, I was playing well and my confidence was soaring. I scored a hat-trick for England against Croatia on the 10th of September and was hailed a hero on my return. When I play for against Blackburn Rovers the next weekend, uh, even Blackburn fans at Ewood Park applauded me every time I touched the ball. I was on cloud nine, not 14. Uh, <laughs> but a month later, I was injured again. Uh, my, soldier, my shoulder in Berlin. The season was in ruins. I was out for four months, and when I came back, Liverpool and United were neck and neck for the title, and our hopes had gone. It was a difficult campaign domestically, there was no point in denying that. Our controversy seemed to follow hard on the heels of another. Gas was stripped of the cap- captaincy, and there was constant speculation about the future of Emmanuel Adebayor. The Arsenal fans had never forgiven him for appearing to court a move to AC Milan in the close season, and the sometimes languid style and performances fueled their grievances. I did think that he, I didn't think he was a lazy player. Not particularly, I mean. He's a striker, and lots of strikers are lazy. Some people started calling him Offside Addy because he got caught out by the linesman's flag so often. But to me, did anyone call him Offside Addy? No. No. <laughs> but to me, it was just a sign that he was always on the, offender's shoulder, the defender's shoulder. He scored some great goals for us, but by November 2008, there was a general dissatisfaction around the Emirates. The crowd was very quick to jump up on us if we weren't playing particularly fluently. They even started to aim criticise criticism at the boss. Oh dear! So um, actually, Adam, I heard a story about Adebayor. I think he was due to be loaned to Leon by Man City, right. and uh, he, his agent and uh, the, one of the club's owners were in a bar in France, and Adebayor turned up. Um, bleary-eyed smoking a fag sat down really? yeah sat down smoking a fag and said can you get me um uh, a coffee but can you put whiskey in it when he was sat at a bar was he slightly in front of all the other people <laughs> 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 lovely yeah so uh, yeah but basically I, if you want to not get is that true out, though, Dragon? Well, no, this is this came from uh, spoke a fag. Yeah, well, this came from a journalist or something that had spoken to the club owner, who had sort of said, 
well, obviously we're not going to take him on loan. He doesn't want to come to us because he's doing all this. You know, he's deliberately failed the interview, if you like. Um, Maybe he's, he just didn't want to go. So he thought, exactly. what can I do to not go? I'll get a bit pissed and smoke a fag. There's no way they're going to want me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, more from Theo next week. And now it's time for Think of a Number. <laughs> from this obviously so we're only up to number 10 um, who wants to start on number 10 it can be Theo's only one. bit over sorry, sorry? it's Theo's bit over <laughs> yes it's over Stuart the there's no point baiting it really is there there is only Dennis Bergkamp okay. well you know I don't know what about Mers? yeah I loved him you, you yeah. said your favourite player was Frank Stapleton John yeah, he was number 9 was he? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go then. Dennis Berg. <laughs> <laughs> number yeah. 10 would have been, not Rixie, number 10 would have been, what David Price won number 10? In Tony the Night Cup final. Charlie George might have been number 10. Jack Wilshere? Jack Wilshere was number 10 uh, before. Yeah, but overall. While, only because Van Persie left. Well, we're not mentioning Basically, it. Basically, to have a lace on a set of boots for Arsenal is Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. no. Did you see that um, video of the Liverpool yes. players recreating? Was it Coutinho? Coutinho doing Bergkamp's goal on... Yeah, against a... Was it a bit of steel bloke? Yeah, a, it was just... A, a bit a, of bollard or something, wasn't it? And he's... Yeah, what a load of shit that was. No, it was, was actually, it was actually James Milner. <laughs> it, it, looked, it looked like one of those fake players, but it was just—it was actually the real James Milner. What was he trying to do? Recreate the, the goal against Newcastle. You can't recreate class. No, so what they do, John? They basically get one of their team to like do the. It was Perez, wasn't it? Pass. Yeah, tap it into him, and then and then he's you know he flicks it one way round a steel player, and <laughs> and then he. he he took him three attempts, and by the time he did it, it was shit, absolute shit. Let alone Nicholas Dabizas trying to dab his ass. Yeah, I mean, Dabizas was all over him, weren't he? Yeah, he was trying to yeah. haul him down, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah just James totally Milder just good. stands there and looks like, oh, that was good. <laughs> 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 yeah, terrible. Yeah. But um, what else can we say about Dennis Burkamp? Memories of the great man. Fact, never flew. I think. You know, <laughs> utmost. He obviously knew about the potential of terrorism and, you know, not not getting hijacked. And, yeah, no, fair back to him. Could have achieved more with him playing. Sorry? We could have achieved more with him playing abroad. Oh, without a doubt, John. Without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, I mean, he obviously did make some of the Champions League games. If the home ones. If he could get a ferry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'd have been all right if we played Dundalk. <laughs> the thing with him, though, it, it wasn't the fact that he was such an unbelievably talented player that we got not slightly past his peak as well in some ways. He as was, a, as but, a striker, maybe, he was past. He was a nasty bastard. See, what, 26, 27, wasn't he, when we signed him? Yeah, but he'd already done a lot of uh, Ajax. I mean, he... he I think yeah, no, but when you're talking about a striker coming to his Inter, peak, I think yeah. 
we probably got him at the right time, didn't we? I yeah, think I mean, yeah, his, his best years were definitely with us. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, you, when did he join? It's ninety-five, and he what did he finish well, in two thousand and five? But well, I, I, agree, I agree with John to a certain extent in that when in, you were in that sort of. Um, his Ajax Inter days, he was much more of a straight-out goal scorer with a bit more pace yeah. about him. But I'm he was um, I bought a video called The Perfect Ten, and uh, it was all about Dennis at Ajax. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, you, you look at some of the teams that play in Ireland, you think, fuck, you know, even I could get that trip against some of them. <laughs> you, sure, but, you sure that weren't the Bo Derrick film, Ten, John? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's right. But um, he would bang in regularly, like five, six goals every game. Yeah, it was, it was, but uh, Inter he was wasted. Even they won what two UEFA Cups, I think. Of Inter, well, they, were a bit of a club, yeah. they had all the players you could imagine. Yeah, uh, Hullets and the uh, all the Dutch greats. But the I thing mean, is, he, he was one of the first big players in the Premier League, wasn't he? Let's let's yeah. face it. I mean, nine, when did the? I mean, you had your Cantonar era, didn't you? Yeah, which obviously carried on, but but as a. But as a player brought into the Premier League, he was probably one of the first big players, wasn't he, signing-wise? What was he, the seven and a half million? Or? The Premier League's ever had. Was he seven and a half million or something like that when we signed him? Silly. And it was 70 grand a week. And, yeah, it, it was it was quite a, a football-changing signing, wasn't it, for the Premier League, let alone Arsenal Football Club. Well, we signed him and Platt at the same time, didn't we? And That's Bruce right. Was in charge. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, I mean, just just the goals he got, I mean, the Leicester hat-trick, just the, the bloke was just a, a wizard, wasn't he? I mean, I think, was it the goal he got? One of, one of my favourites, did, did we beat Bolton 2-1 last game of the season at the end of Rioch's first season? And we qualified for That's right, UEFA yeah. Cup, didn't we? It was a perler, absolute perler. And, you know, sort of made us qualify for a, you know, Europe again when we hadn't we hadn't really been in it for a few seasons, have we? It was yeah, yeah no, just yeah, magical as person. A, as, that, a, as a defender, you never knew what to do against him because he could strike it from twenty five, thirty yards, and you always had that on your mind because he'd scored so many goals from that distance. You had to, you couldn't leave him, you couldn't like back off him. No, nah. um, he passed it perfectly. So many balls to Thierry and Ian Wright and. Could you imagine yeah, how many goals yeah. Wright scored if Burkamp had been there the whole time Wright was there? I know, it's scary. Yeah. I mean, the, Wright would have probably set a record that Henri would never have broken. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, but magical. He's a dirty bastard as well, you know. Burkamp. Yeah, he had, an, he had an edge to him, which, you know, he could... You need it. Yeah, when the going got tough, he was really... There with you know, he was there with the rest of the team. Weren't and he? in a, in a in a real dream world, I'm, I'm not saying he, he ever would, but it'd be nice to see Bergkamp back at the club in yeah. some form of coaching. I think he might. Was he? Is he still number two at Ajax at the moment? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think I'll tell you what. Give it a year. Give it two. He'll definitely be back at Arsenal. Just just be a bit of a shit, wouldn't it? You know, he'd never make the manager because. As soon as you get an away game in Europe, it's like, well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going. But it's sorry, Skype, Carney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have one of those Gary Neville sort of tables. Yeah, no, you get you get the off, phone. 
you get like an R2-D2 hologram of him in the dressing room <laughs> for a game, dressed up in a, an Obi-Wan Kenobi Help outfit. Help me, Alex Awobi, you're my only hope. <laughs> well, to be honest, though, he could, because as he hasn't got a train, you know, and uh, he's, he's number two, Stevie Boulder, whoever, who could take the train in, for Champions League games, he could set off on the following Thursday and just drive. <laughs> yeah, his, his office could be his car. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he could get one of those bigger uh, Winnebago things that the uh, <laughs> actors and actresses have not. Dennis's Cafe. <laughs> on also, the road. buses that all, all the groups have. Yeah, like... Uh, buses. I know what you mean, yeah. Uh, they're they called something specific, aren't they? Have a deep fat fryer in the corner. <laughs> you know, Slow cooker. Nugget fridge. Uh, load of beer. Hookers on tap. So, I just want to think of what Dutch people eat. Um, cheese. And marijuana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can have and all the cheese and marijuana you could fit into his fridge. Pancakes and chips with mayonnaise. That's so it's definitely Dennis Burkamp. Nick's not here, but I'm sure that he would agree. Yeah. Uh, without any shadow of a doubt, as he... Unless, unless again, any of the listeners would like to come up with their argument as to why we should have had him, but yeah. I, I think you can't you can't pick anyone else. Can I'm you? sure Alex Jones might have played number ten at one point. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right there, Josh. He's number eight. He who cares? He was he was ambidextrous, <laughs> Alex. He can play anywhere he wanted. <laughs> I give my right arm to be ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> right, so um, oh god. Uh, just realised. Oh, fuck off. I, I told you that the scaffolding's up next door. Um, oh, I'm going again. Um, he's, this, this, if that's that, cunt. And he must have had some sort of windfall at Christmas because he's he's got a brand new Ford Sierra <laughs> on the uh, front drive. He's got Garfield. <laughs> one of those Garfield. Four wire. Sorry? Is it an XR four wire? Oh, no, no, no. It's um, uh, 1.6. Uh, <laughs> gear. Uh, gear. And he's, he's got one of those Garfields uh, in a hammock uh, sort of planted <laughs> in the windows and a box of tissues in the back. I'm not sure who he's trying to impress with all that. Does he have a tin of sweets in the front? I think, uh, well, actually on the front he on usually... By Jimmy Savile. He tucks a copy of the Daily Mail down the front. Um, Has he got Tanak on his sunscreen? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and for, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know where he's getting all his money from, but um, I'm sure we'll find out in a minute because he, he's here. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the passive aggressive fan of Spurs. It's Wayne Kerr. Oh dear. I'm going anyway. I don't right. need this fucking idiot. Tuesday, Harry Kane. Tuesday, Wednesday, Harry Kane. Thursday, Friday, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Down the lane, is there anything you can't do? Hello, boys, you all right? Happy New Year, Happy Wayne. Happy New Year. Mind the gap. <laughs> oh, dear. You boys have been right shit, haven't you? Well, I don't think uh, shit, Wayne. Well, uh, all I can say is you should be thankful to me. Go on. Well, you, I've preserved your Premier League record. Oh, well, you have, Wayne, yeah. Yeah, uh, Tottenham beating Chelsea. Yeah. What a fantastic night that was. I mean, no, me and Spunky Nigel, we were well pissed. And um, he started going on about this um, this dating site. And I, I thought, well, give it a go. I've uh, and, uh, not been out with a lady um, since uh, 
Uh, you last yeah. won the league. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that long ago, but um, <clears throat> I don't think she really approved of me anyway the last date I went on because I ordered a sherry and a pint of um, porter and uh, she didn't want anything to drink. I just sat there looking at her. But anyway, um, there's a... Hello? Hello. Uh, she... <laughs> <laughs> the... Um... Oh, God. Yeah, so Spunky Nigel was looking on the website uh, and he said, show me this beautiful uh, girl. She said, and she's willing to uh, go on a date with me. And I, I thought, well, that's fantastic. And uh, he said, well, all we have to do is go to St. Petersburg. And I said, she sat down uh, Seven <laughs> Sisters Road, uh, that, that, uh, that chicken shop, St. Petersburg. No, no, no. He said, in Russia. I said, I've only just got back from a Russian jail. <laughs> we were stuck in a Russian jail for offending um, the Russians with my Tottenham winning away team. Uh, so they kind of worked out what it meant in Russian. Uh, Twatov, twat I think it <laughs> translated as. And they weren't very happy. So they stuck us behind bars, I have to say. But... Um, so, anyway, I don't know whether you've uh, been on this dating site. It's called um, Tinderov. Um, and yeah, I it, was looking at charmdate.com, the Russian dating site, earlier. Well, I don't think they're Russian. I mean, Tinderov is well known, isn't it? Tinderov? Mm, not really. Anyway, most of the girls, they're 2,000 miles away, so I thought, <laughs> this is a bit of a... Uh, inconvenience isn't it? and apparently I have to pay £30,000 to go on a date with them <laughs> which is a bit ridiculous uh, you need money of a footballer like Deli Alley or something to do that so did you go? well I've had a bit of money come my way let's just say is uh, that from Spunky Nigel? well uh, it's actually um, my great aunt um, uh, Mary Wayne Etta, um she she passed away very sadly, oh. uh, but she had a lot of. She had a share in a football club, um, which is very valuable. Uh, so it definitely wasn't Tottenham. So uh, anyway, yeah. So I've managed to get a, a few things with me uh, inheritance: a new Ford Sierra, beauty she is, one point six gear goes like shit off a shovel, John, and. Uh, um, Rhythm is what, a dancer, hunger sounds the answer. He can score from anywhere. What uh, the car, Wayne? What? Or your Russian bird? Well, it goes like a goes sh- like shit off the shovel. Oh, oh, oh! It's magic <laughs> to foe. Never believe it's not so. Oh, so when you met this bird, oh. did you sit her up? <laughs> now, now uh, I've heard uh, from Matthew that he's had to edit things. Apparently, <laughs> so you have to be careful what you say uh, on this. Yeah, show but now. you're Wayne. You're still a cunt, mate. We we say that. <laughs> it, there's definitely no editing that. So A-V-B, he's going to win the league. He's going to win the league this season. A V B A V B. Whisper words of wisdom, AVB. Yes, we definitely are going to win the league this season, I think. And yeah. 
hopefully the Champions League next season we don't have to play at bloody Wembley it's, I bet it's nice to be back on a Thursday night isn't it well uh, yeah although me and Spunky Nigel change, change our night class uh, we do life model drawings <laughs> on a Thursday night oh right he's a bloody bloke last week though he's ridiculous so uh, we, we probably won't miss that too much but um, listen boys I'm going to have to leave you because uh, the people who do my um, sex loft are uh, struggling with the crucifix I've installed. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to go back. I'll, I'll see you later. All right, Spunky Nigel. Yeah, no, 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 leave this. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> Get out of the way. What? Oh, God, has he gone now? Fucking hell, Matt. God, I don't know how you let him Give him a bit of money and he goes absolutely loopy. <laughs> Well, he's happy that they're back on a Thursday, mate. That's the main thing. Talking to some Spurs fans, it's the better trophy to win, apparently, out of the two European Cups. Oh, without a doubt. Of course it is. You know, it was like, oh, it's more prestigious, all that (laughs) shit, fucking arseholes. So, um, to finish the show today, we've got a fantastic uh, game show, which I mentioned earlier. It's Play Izzard's Right. Oh, that's the 80. That's the 80. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll find the right music, but, um... So, uh, hello, good game. That's not it, is it? Dice, procedures, procedures, dice. You're so much better than last week's podcast. You're so much better than last three months' podcast. <laughs> so, um... This game, uh, I'll stop doing the impression now. So this <laughs> is a game for you and John. Sounds like wine for me. <laughs> this is a, a game for you and John, um, where we are going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I've got cards here yep. with the cl- uh, players and their squad number. Right. Um, and you need to tell me whether their squad number is higher or lower. Um, than... You tell us who the player is. Yeah. <laughs> that would help, wouldn't it? It's not cheating, Stuart. You're Googling already. Oh, what? On my fucking <laughs> iPhone that I can't come off Skype with? Yeah, whatever. Right, so who wants to go first? I'll let Stuart go first. Stuart's going first. Okay, so uh, see how far you can get. Um, the first player is Jermaine Pennant. Now, do you want to keep Jermaine Pennant or <laughs> swap him for another player? I'll keep Jermaine Pennant. Okay, and the next card is... Andy Linegan. Now, is Andy Linegan lower or higher in squad number than Jermaine Pennant? Lower or higher? He was quite high when he Linegan. I'm going to go lower. That's right. He was. Jermaine Pennant was 21. Andy Linegan's 12. So the next player up is Gilles Grimondi. Now, was Gilles Grimondi higher than 12 or lower than 12? Number eight. Was he 18? Uh, I'll go higher. It was. He was 18. Higher it is. That's two you've got right. Um, Now, next one. Sol Campbell. Now, was Sol Campbell higher or lower than 18? He was 20-something, wasn't he? I'll go higher. That's correct. He was. He was 23. And the next one is Joel Campbell. Was Joel Campbell higher or lower 
Fucking old Joe Campbell's number's three digits. <laughs> <laughs> that was Eddie McGoldrick. Um, <laughs> is he on round 23? Oh, do you know what? I've got a feeling he might be higher, but I'm, I'm going to go with the cards, Bruce. I'm going to go lower, my love. He wasn't lower. No. He's like 46 he was, or something, no, wasn't he? 28. Um, so, John, uh, yeah. it's your go. So, Stuart got one, two, three, three. Three, three right. That's pretty good going. Okay. So, um, the first card out is Nelson Vivas. Now, would you like to keep but, Nelson Vivas but, or would you like to swap him for another player? I'll keep Nelson Vivas. Okay, so... The... No idea what fucking number he was, but... <laughs> I've so, got no idea what number he was. So, um, the next player out is Gedeon Zelalem. Now, is he higher or lower than Nelson Vivas? Okay, no, weren't he at Rangers? Uh, this is squad number. squad number. He might be at Dortmund as well in the next couple of weeks. Um... I'm going to go higher. Correct. Nelson Vivas, surprisingly, was, Stuart. I thought he was 14. He's num- he was number seven. Oh, fuck me. Was he? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's basically right. that when squad numbers meant absolutely fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I got Get, it right. Gideon Zellalem was 35. Oh, I thought you asked what number he had after two seasons added up. <laughs> <laughs> The next one is uh, Petr Cech. Petr Cech, is he higher or lower than 35? You cheating cunt. You what? You heard. Lower. It is lower. He was thir- he's 33. He was 30. He is 33. Um, so uh, how many have you got right? Two so far. Two. The next <laughs> one. <laughs> 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 next one. The next one out is... Jeremy Aliadier. Now, is he higher lower. or lower than... Lower. That's correct. He was lower. Um, was he 10? No, he was 31. Oh, right. Fuck, oh, he was 10. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, so, yeah. Surprise, fucking surprise. So, this is for the win, John. Oh. Yossi Ben-Ewan. Oh, Is he fuck. higher or lower than Jeremy Aliadier? Was he 45 or something? Um... I'm going to go lower. You've got it written down, John. You're going to go lower. He's correct. He was. He was number 30. 30? Yes, so you've won the quiz. One more, though, John, for the full sweep. Okay. Park Ju Young. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. Higher. (laughs) No, he was 30 as well. You get nothing for a pair. (laughs) Not in this game. (laughs) You get nothing for Park Ju Young as well. Uh, particularly. Well done, John. Well done, John. So there you go, the first episode of Play It Is Odds Right. I don't know how we're going to keep that one going. Can I just have uh, a quick thing? <laughs> right, yeah, I'll just have a, a quick thing here. Yeah. Uh, just briefly, it won't take long. It was a Dear Auntie Ruby situation. It was sent in by Robert Clegg about five months ago. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dear John. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't realise. Well, okay. We'll do it. I thought because we'll we're it. off the air. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen... It's that one of my favourite parts of the show, anyway. Uh, it's Dear John. Dear John. Dear John. By the time you read these lines, I'll be gone. Dear John. So, so John, what is the letter? 
Right, Robert Clegg basically wrote in sometime last year, about November time. Okay. What he said was he used to go over Arsenal uh, years ago, but he moved up north. And he only got to go again, uh, some kind of present he got, whatever. He said, can you class as a real Arsenal fan where well, you don't get to go to, to many games anymore? Now, my answer to that is, well, yes, because... In order to class yourself as a real Arsenal fan on the basis of you're only an Arsenal fan if you go to the games, means that should you miss one game in the season, home, away, worldwide, friendly, you can no longer class yourself as an Arsenal fan. So it's sort of breathtaking logic there. <laughs> well, it is breathtaking I, I logic. I think even if you've never off. seen Arsenal live, you can be a fully devoted Arsenal fan. Yeah, because you, uh, you look at like what Stuart's mum said. Stuart's mum said, you've been an Arsenal fan since the age of four. But unless he went to every home and away game from the age of four onwards, then he wouldn't have been out to be an Arsenal fan. So, because I know some fans go like, oh, if you don't go to a game, you're not a true fan. Well, if you live halfway around the fucking other side of the world, how many are you going to get to go to? So, yes, you still can be a, a fully-fledged Arsenal fan, even if you haven't gone or are not able to get to a game. If you get the possibility... What about if you can't be bothered to watch the games, John? <laughs> <laughs> For what? example, oh, there, there's oh, a box set it. that you've been meaning to watch. Yeah, or or yeah. the bath's hot. Or... <laughs> well, you're having a bath, you're visiting your mum, you're going to Norwich, you're going to um, Belfast to get some long black bacon. bacon. Black bacon. Uh, <laughs> black bacon. And the answer... I was in Bel- I was in Belfast in December. I went to see a gig. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that was. Um... Went to see Trigger Man on the sixteenth. Absolutely fantastic. Are they that metal band? That you they are. About? They are rock. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also off to Sheffield in March <laughs> or April for a gig, and Nottingham in May for a gig. So what date in March? I'm at the dead sixties. In uh, ba, 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 ba. let's have a look. March the fourth, did you say? In February twenty eighth. That's Howard Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Hazel O'Connor's playing Romford? <laughs> did you say with or at? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the seventh of April. Seventh of April, Friday. A Friday, so. Coming, you might miss the game against Crystal Palace on the way back. Then I presume I will miss because I'll be staying in Derbyshire. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in France. I'll be in France fishing. Is that and Easter time then? Yes. Yeah. Twenty eighth of May. We haven't got a game. I take it. It'll be all over by then. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It was that cup Unless final the day Champions or Europe final. Champions League. Yeah. I'm going to see Adam Ant in Nottingham. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, so there's not much out. I mean, I had my seventeenth transplant anniversary last week. So that Congratulations! Cheers, achievement. Uh, considering is that you, you, you've had seventeen? I've had seventeen transplants. Yes. No. I tell you what. I went to the airfield for my annual MOT. They call it. Uh, is that the one where you have to piss five liters of water? <laughs> yes, I actually managed uh, roughly five liters. So um, it must be a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> but. Um, well, I'll tell you what was a sight for sore eyes, because I went a couple days before Christmas. My doctor was absolutely stunning. Will she be I, listening to this, John? No, it's unlikely. I'm sure she wouldn't be offended if I said she was absolutely stunning. 
But this woman come out where the doctors sort of got their rooms. I went, fucking hell. And then a couple of times she come walking back and out, and then she's called my name out. I've gone, might want to give it five minutes. And I walked towards her with my coat over my lap. <laughs> think of Gus Caesar, John. Think of Gus, Gus Caesar. Yeah, what, what was the five litres you produced, John? And then last week, or was it this week? This week I had my flood. Oh, yeah. So, so what, you, what, you produced 10 litres? Yeah, no, it was so 100 you, gallons. How did, you, uh, how did you cause this flood, John? Well, I found out, I think I've had a leak in my flat for a number of years, because a neighbour on the ground floor texted me and said, you've got a leak in your flat. I said, no. <laughs> four years ago? No, <laughs> just for Christmas. Right, right, I just okay. four went away uh, for New Year's. So oh, I said, dear. no, I haven't. Then my neighbour in between has come up and said, I think you have got a leak. He said, because it's coming through my ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled the fridge and freezer out, and where the washing machine hose fits on the mains, right. that was dripping slightly. So I've turned that off. Now, if you think it was dripping slightly and it's gone through two floors, that's been going on for a very long time. Right. But it's not come out into my kitchen, so I've not noticed it. Okay. So when I got home, I thought, well, I need to tighten that hose up, which I had to use a, pair of, a set of nutcrackers for because... Nutcrackers? <laughs> the problem is, where it is under the cupboard, where they've extended... Because they've put the kitchen in... Well, I didn't, it wasn't me who did I would have asked them to cut that bit of fucking wood out. But it's kind of overlapped. So where like the cupboard ends on the very end of the row, they've kind of left a bit of wood to overlap so it looks all nice and aesthetically pleasing. The problem is can't a spanner, a set of mould grips is too long, so you can't get a turn on it. So I was trying, so I bought a set of nutcrackers. <laughs> it was a very Christmassy uh, <laughs> idea. <laughs> you just sat on your ass, didn't you? On a towel and, and just broke up a load of Brazils. That's what you did. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, I've tightened it a little bit, and I thought, no, it's still not right. It's still very leaking very slightly. So, um, as I've gone to tighten it a bit further, I've put a bit of pressure on the pipe, and it's snapped. <laughs> and uh, pissing water out. Gallons and gallons of water. As I said to my boss today, I said, have you ever heard a grown man screaming at the 999 operator, please help me? <laughs> in fact it would be perfect if you could get a recording of my 999 call it would be absolutely amazing because the you, problem is the you stock ran 999 cock- yeah but the stock cock in the flat don't work yeah but surely it's not a 999 worthy thing to call <laughs> who, can I call who can I call to get round and ghostbusters attempt to get the stock cock working maybe one of the neighbours is it's pissing around the water there's no one in <laughs> Um, British water is that a thing? Yeah, but they won't be an emergency. Bearing in mind, this have was you got an emergency at, contract thing. This was pissing at hundreds of gallons of water very, very quickly. Yeah, I mean nine 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 took about ten fifteen minutes to turn up. I was who, trying to hold the two pipes together, but I couldn't. Who, and the worst who, who was, owns the freehold for your flat? To cancel. So it should have been them, really, shouldn't it? Yeah. yeah well, Surely fuck, they've got they've, an emergency plumber. Yeah, 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 you know what? If I'd phoned the council, I'd still be sitting under the fucking... <laughs> You'd be drowned. ...now, <laughs> trying to put two pipes together. No, anyway, they oh, eventually turned the stock cut off, but fucking places... I saw it happen to my dad once. We, uh, um, he pulled a radiator off 
the wall and it just the, it broke the mains and just came flying out and it, he did exactly the same as you John just was screaming <laughs> uh, like a banshee I mean if I was in my own house it well, luckily he's a plumber and gas fitter so it wasn't you know, too bad but uh, but I was you know, in, I'm in a flat and yeah, it yeah, fucked everybody else any, up any, any time you hit the mains you've had it well, the thing is now, now the, the fire brigade have loosened the stopcock, it won't ever happen again. And every now and then, like, I'll just give it a quick turn just to make sure it's not stuck. So, uh, but yeah, it was a complete fucking mess, mate. I'll tell you what, it, was hilarious. Well, it wasn't hilarious. I can laugh about it now. Yeah, but when you're on your own and you're going through it, it's a bloody nightmare. Yeah, my phone, that's what I said about my phone, that got soaked. So, um that's been posted off to the insurance people. <laughs> In a little boat. Did you have to yeah. uh, desperately try to wipe stuff off it? And you couldn't <laughs> well, it does say... All uh, your pictures of sexy vampire women. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it does say to restore it to factory settings. Yeah. <laughs> pack it all up. So, uh, I've got a spare phone. But no, it's all right. I mean, I've still got a dehumidifier going. So and you've got uh, a nice new set of nutcrackers. Absolutely. And I have. And amazing, did, you, did it come with any nuts? Did they? Uh, no, it was after Christmas, so not many people sold them. But it was, amazingly, £1.80 from Tesco's. Oh, Sainsbury's. Excellent. So I was actually quite surprised. Heavy old things, you know. You could definitely give someone a whack over the head of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, need, um, you need to get yourself a, a set of Stilsons, John. Stilsons? Yeah. So it's it's like an adjustable spanner, but it will grip anything. I've got an adjustable like spanner. Yeah, no, an adjustable spanner is is too open bit, but Stilson's have got teeth on them, and the jaws don't quite sit right. So yeah. the bot as as it goes round, it grips even tighter too. Well, the problem was was the length of them because I didn't have because I've got this lump of wood in the way. I mean, when the plumber turned up, I said, if you want to cut a lump of wood out, do it. And he went, no, it'd be all right. And I'm thinking, no, please fucking cut a lump of wood out. <laughs> because, You're listening uh, to Our Light in Block 5, the football podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, we, bought, we bought a new dishwasher. After a year of washing up, my wife decides, oh, it's coming up to Christmas, let's get a dishwasher. So we've gone out, bought the dishwasher, chummy. And, um, yeah, the little holes that are in the the cupboard underneath the sink where all the waste pipes and everything go to, the new one comes with a dirty great big block thing on the pipe. Well, there's no way that's coming up there. So I'm there with a fucking saw just trying to cut through yeah. un- underneath the sink. Yeah. So obviously it's not a tidy cut, but I managed to get the lot through there. So let's just say we're, yeah. we're in position. And the best bit was... so. This is a washing machine away from a plug socket. So you'd think that's not that far, is it, for a, a, a lead on a new dishwasher? No, yeah. no, only just got the plug through the hole. Had to buy another extension lead then to go down to the plug from the plug socket that's in the cupboard to reach it. Yeah. That's how short it was. You so, saying that, when the, when the thing was flooded, my fridge freezer, or fridge and freezer, two separate units are on connected to an extension lead, which had fallen on the floor and was in about two inches of water. Oh, lovely. All the football news and gossip right to your iPhone. 
Right, so let's talk about the next game, which is, oh God. Swansea. Swansea. Swansea away. Not a great game for us, usually. No, and I don't know, away from home, we've had mixed, haven't we, there? We've either had a decent result or we've had a shit result. Uh, can you remember the sort of Aaron Ramsey performances, um, scoring goals? Flamingo it's the same scoring, team, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be the same team. We can't really change it. The I players the, are the um, players. I mean, Swansea are doing so badly at the minute. Have they got a new manager yet? Or Yeah, yeah they, they got, got Clement, of, Clemente, oh, didn't they? And they got that Paul yeah, Clement. That's right, yeah. And they, um, yeah. They've just uh, been... Pretty... They just lost to Hull, didn't they, in the FA Cup. Yeah, they've got so a new manager. Second from bottom. Uh... Paul Merson went mad about it, didn't he? Did you see that? Did you see his no, talk about you know. on Soccer Saturday or whatever it, whatever it's called? He went absolutely mad that they brought in some bloke from was he Olympiacos manager? That's right. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, well, okay, they've won the league 112 times out of 113. <laughs> you and me could fucking win that. He's going, and he absolutely went. But the best, have you seen his picks for the FA Cup, Paul Merson? No. You're not seeing him. Uh, Jeff Stelling said, "Okay, then, Paul, give us give us some picks for the um, FA Cup this year." And he's gone. Well, I quite fancy Everton. I quite fancy Stoke, ow, and I quite ow. fancy Bournemouth. Ow. All all three of them all knocked out on the Saturday <laughs> afternoon. No wonder you were shit at gambling, Mister Mercer. <laughs> it was it was so funny. It was so funny. I didn't see the interview with the other two, but the Everton one. He went. This is my this is my team for it this season. I really do think Everton could go a good way in it, and yeah, and fucking dumped out at home to Leicester. So yeah, it shows do. you what he knows. But um, yeah, no, all good fun. And finally, uh, just a little bit of news: uh, that Ozil says that he won't sign his new contract unless Vengus resigns. So, what do you want to do, Stuart? I want the pair of them to fuck off. <laughs> Seriously, uh, that to me, that That's to me, it's spin, isn't it, from the club? It's fucking bollocks. It, they, you wait. Sanchez will come out and say the same thing. It, it's fucking vile. It's horrible. It's we should sell Ozil and whatever money we get for him, just fucking chuck at Sanchez. No, what you do, you, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I mean, Ozil to me is a bit of a luxury player. He's a fantastic player, but. As as much as we've not been particularly good over the last few weeks, we've we've still won a couple of games. We haven't had Ozil playing. Trust me, I, I, I could do without him. You can't really do without Sanchez. I think Perez offers more than Ozil does. He may not have that artistry and that fantastic touch. Ozil is a genius. He yes, is a genius. Is. If we had uh, Santi Cazorla fit, if yeah. we had Santi Cazorla fit, yes. you could fuck Ozil off. Well, this is an interesting one because... Um, we were after that Morgan Schneiderlin for a long time, weren't we? Or reportedly, we were interested in him, and now Mourinho wants to just sell him yeah. in January. Now, would he be a decent? But he's he's a for... granite jacker, though, isn't he? True, yeah. He's yeah. he's more a jacker than he is a. Do you know? Do you know what I'd do? I'd just sit tight. I'd I'd literally sit tight. Wait till May. Thank you very much, Arsene, for everything you've done. See you later. Simeone in, bring Griezmann Simeone in. Simeone said he's not coming. 
Who's well, that, they will what, all it's not say coming because it's eight and a half million pound on offer, John? Bollocks. They, 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 they all have to say that, though, don't they? They have to say... Yeah, they're not, they can't say he's... He can't say he's coming, A, because Arsene Wenger's there, we've not offered him a new contract. Fucking, just let that run down. Fucking bring in well, Simeone. Man City didn't give a shit, did they? No, but you, you bring in <laughs> Simeone, he brings Griezmann alongside with him, he'll bring... He'll get rid of the shit in that side... That, that don't want to do the work, the, the stuff that we've spoke about this evening, where you go away from home at fucking Bournemouth, there's no way a Diego Simeone side would fucking wait 70 minutes to start playing football at fucking Bournemouth. Because I tell you what, half of them wouldn't have either gone down on the coach or they certainly wouldn't be going home on the coach with him. He's, it, you, you need to fucking get older things there. We're miles away from Man City and Chelsea's with the spends wise, but you need someone in there now that that's a, a focused manager and has a certain way of doing stuff. And it needs that. It the the football club. I've never said it, but I I turned around to me mate the other day and I said, as as much as I love Arsenal Football Club, if next season it's Arsene Wenger, I might have a year off next season, hoping that that his his final season because it's pissing me off. It's it's a proper wind-up. I enjoy the, the meet with the boys before the game and after the game. and But but the football and, and what goes on frustrates me massively. And I'm just thinking, well, do I want to go and spend three grand and get frustrated again next season? You know, I'd, I'd rather put that three grand in uh, three or four trips to France fishing next year. So or, the players or, have got to take a certain amount of blame. Without think, a doubt, John, but... At the end of the day, strong enough to get the players round the balls and go like, look, this is shit, sort your life out. Yeah, but you know? John, that's down to the fucking manager, mate. It's down yeah, to the manager. It's also, who's our captain at the moment? Can Chelsea? We haven't got a fucking captain, have we? We've not even got a captain on, on the pitch. As no. In, doesn't no. matter whether it's Mertesacker, Koscielny. I did like Giroud's goal celebration. I, I did think he showed a bit of passion on Saturday. Yeah. But, but, you know, maybe give it to fucking Giroud because there is no leader out there and Arsene Wenger doesn't want a leader in that fucking football club because that then puts his power down and he doesn't want that. Now, for me, again, that's a selfish fucking guy in charge. He doesn't want another clash of power against him and, and that's where we fall down because it's either his way or no way and unfortunately... His way isn't the way now. It, it's gone, and it's 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 really infuriating for for me. Like I say, I love the I love the fucking football club, and it pisses me off that I'm even talking like this. But the only thing I can see that's relevant in all of this over six, seven, eight years, there's only one thing: players have come and gone, but Arsene Wenger hasn't, and it has to be Arsene Wenger that goes at the end of May. I'm sorry, but. Win the win the title, win the Champions League. He's still got to go. He's still got to go. No, I can't disagree with you, really. It's only, no, it's only eight points though at the minute. You know, it's not completely out of. It is, Matt. We're miles away, mate. I well, mean, we've beaten Chelsea once already. Uh... Yeah, you see us beating them again, though. We won't beat them away, Christ. It, you Why know. Not? Oh well. No, okay, I, I get that. Why not? You're right. There is a chance. 
But let's let's go on 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 where Arsenal are at the moment. Do you see us seriously? We're, we're talking what three four weeks away? Is it the fourth of fourth of Feb? It's about three or three weeks away. The game. Yeah. We you know okay we've got Danny Welbeck back. We might have a Mertesacker back. We're certainly not going to have Cazorla uh, back. Mm. Okay, we've not lost Sanchez and Ozil, and hopefully they're fit and. But, but do you really see our mentality going to Stamford Bridge and coming away with a win? Um, no. Well, why not? I mean, I just think it's... Well, go on then, Matt. You give me your argument to tell me why we will go there and do that. I think we'll have to... Because I need a bit of a lifeline, Matt, well, we because... Have, we have to it, watch what Chelsea do next, because, I mean, they've lost to Tottenham. Um... Their, their run's broken. When we broke out 49, we went to pieces, didn't we, for a few games after that? Well, they, I know they, they, they smashed Peterborough up, but... There's, um, you know, there's a few games to go before that game. Um, why not? Why why not beat them? I mean, we're still capable of beating anybody as long as we turn up to games, and that's the problem. I think if we had Cazorla playing... Um, not sure when Walcott's back and all that. I'd have a bit more faith in it, but at the moment, I, just, I don't. I don't, no, at all. I, I, I don't, and I don't think it matters who plays. To be honest, I'm not. I don't even look at the starting lineup and go, "Oh well, he's not playing and he's not playing." I, I look at it and just think, "Well, I, I don't see that anybody in that side, apart from Sanchez, because he's he's a little bit of a South American loony." I don't. I don't see anybody in that side that really looks driven to want to do anything, because because there's nothing coming from within to say, let's go and and fucking go for it. It just it just looks like a side ambling along, and I'll, I'll say it now. And I was pretty right last January when I predicted the resolution thing, but I hope I'm wrong. I do hope I'm wrong because. I don't think we'll finish in the top four this season. And if we don't, which I, I don't think we will, I hope we finish in about seventh place. We don't want Europa League. That's going to be quite hard because there's like a nine-point gap between United yeah. in sixth and Everton in seventh. OK, but... So, you know, we're... Maybe we're sixth then. Maybe we're sixth. <laughs> yeah, well, no, look at it. Where where are we at the moment? Are we fourth? Yeah. Fifth. Fifth, we're fifth uh, point behind Man City and Tottenham. Three yeah, points Liverpool. Behind Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. And, and what? And Man United are two behind us. Man United are two behind us. Yeah. yeah. So, so there you go. I reckon we'll finish sixth. I reckon we'll finish sixth. Purely watching what I've seen this season, I hate watching Arsenal on the telly anyway, but from watching us at home, we don't look very good. And, and what I've watched or what we've all watched on, on the TV um, away from home, we look absolutely shocking. The one thing I, I would say, Stu, uh, in your defence, is that Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Tottenham even, have all got new managers who are driven by results. Yeah. And they're all great managers, and that's where we are different. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, because you, you wouldn't expect for us to overtake City and Tottenham, and potentially Liverpool. 
and leave one of those teams down there, that's going to be difficult. Well, when you look at when you look at as well at, as that the top the top. So we're fifth, and and Man United. I think we got United and City at home. We've got to go to Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs. Yeah. So we've got three of that lot away. Uh, and, and the way we are away from home, I, I can see, and God forbid they do it, I can see Spurs sticking it up as Liverpool, Chelsea. We, I, I really do fear that, you know, the next couple of games, we need to pick up points. We against... need to win all our games coming up to those big ones. Oh. Points, well, and, and the... the un... like Bournemouth. Those points right. there is just... Off the back of off the back of Man City, you looked at it. And you went West Brom at home, Palace at home, Bournemouth away, Swansea away. I think have we got Burnley at home, yeah, Watford yeah. at home, yeah. Watford at home. Then we go to Chelsea. So I was like, well, if we could win from West Brom to Watford, and bearing in mind, I think Chelsea have got Liverpool, haven't they? And they've obviously had the Tottenham game. And I said we could close the gap, which we obviously had by a point, but. You, you could have almost gone into that game had we beaten Bournemouth and, and win the next two. If they lost at Liverpool, you could go into that with... A, you beat them, all of a yeah. sudden, it's three points, you're level. You're back level. Then it's a game. But I, don't, I just don't see Arsenal having any motivation to do that. I really, I really don't. And we're a little bit threadbare on players, but I just don't see anything coming from Arsene Wenger that says to me... We're fucking changing here. We're 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 gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Just just and and that that's that's a shame because I think that's the earliest I think we've been out of a title race, even even though we have fallen on our our knees. But that's to to be out of the title race first week of the new year for me is is fucking piss poor. And and it'll only carry on all the time. Arsenal Wenger's manager. Chelsea's run is kind of our fault, isn't it? Because when we beat them, that was the last time they had lost. Matt, that day, admittedly, it was some defensive errors. But I just remember everyone at Arsenal singing, "Fucking hell, you're shit, fucking, you're fucking shit, you're fucking yeah. shit, you're fucking shit." Well, yeah, thirteen games later, <laughs> just just no, unbelievable. Fucking. And they were crap that day. They were absolute dog shit. So, yeah, fair play to Conte. But Arsene Wenger, he, he'll go to Everton and lose, go to Man City and lose. We have a couple of lucky wins at home. And then we go away to Bournemouth and go 3-0 down. And then not only is he miffed and disgusted by it, and yes, we do come back into it 3-0, but we go, to, we go away to Preston and they piss all over us for 45 minutes. Nothing changes. Nothing yeah. ever changes with him. And and that's what, to me, is, is the most frustrating. So on this cheery New Year's podcast... <laughs> oh, we... no, I know. I didn't want to bring it up, but it is like that, unfortunately. Let's uh, end on uh, something good that Arsenal have done. So uh, that's the show. 3 uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. predict. What, what do you reckon then? Three away. Say two one. They score first with a penalty. That's, <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I was going. I'll go. Oh god! I want to say we'll win. Um, I'll have to go. But did you go two one? Two one. John's gone eight nil. I expect. Three nil. 
three nil. Fuck it now. I'll go. I'll go four nil Arsenal then. <laughs> Good old four nil. All right, boys. So thanks for uh, uh, joining me and um, is happy new year to everybody out there. Hope you happy enjoy this slightly extended podcast, and uh, yes. we'll see you next week. Yeah, come on, you gooners. Very good. 